0: into Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 and 7 and I'll try to condense some of this into what God put on my heart Um, we're getting ready to celebrate Christmas so you'll um, get ready for Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving you guys are probably still uh, dining on some of the Food that you have left? Did anybody overeat? Um, wow! Um, you know, <clears throat> I can't tell you how much pecan pie I baked, uh, but it, it's holy. It's holy, so. Um, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the increase of the government of peace there will be no end. And on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. So this is the word of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So the reason, um, so all these people in Isaiah, so this was written 750 years before Christ was born. uh, All these people were waiting for a Messiah to come. Same way we're we're waiting for the Messiah to come back um, with the rapture and the second coming and all that. So I was telling the church before, while we're waiting for Jesus to come back, make sure you're doing it with hands held high. Uh, Because there's, there's actually two schools of thought on waiting. One's positive and one's negative. So hands held high would be like being in a church where Uh, you know, they're shouting Jesus and and they're loving the word and they're loving the music and and that's us, or you could be like the uh, the line in the driver's license bureau. The, uh, that line, ask me about that line, I'm glad you asked, Scott, it's, when you go to the driver's license bureau, everybody, nobody wants to be there. Amen. Say amen if you're, amen. you're just like, this is the worst. We're standing there, and somehow you know deep down inside your soul that you don't have what it takes to get you. Oh, yeah. There's going to be an old blue-haired lady. Looking at her glasses, will be down to here, and they just shout out a list of stuff that nobody has. Do you have your firstborn's uh, blood DNA? And they go on down the list, and you're like, oh my gosh. And uh, when there's people outside of the license bureau, you know you're in trouble. You're just going to have to take the pain. So, anyways, I was in there. And unless my wife always has everything, she has, I mean, she has a file from day one. So I go in there. I had to get my license renewed. I got a CDL and I got a motorcycle and all that. Anyways, I'm in there, and and the lady. So now, if you want to travel. You have to get a, real ID. do this with me, you have to get a, real ID. and I'm trying to figure out what it is I'm carrying, <laughs> amen? amen, well that one's not real, yeah. so if you want to fly somewhere and you want to leave the country, you have to have a real ID, guess what, look at me, that's not a problem for me, because I don't plan on going anywhere. I like my country. but I'll keep going. Uh, so we're, we're seeing this line, and then so, um, and, and it's like they're trying to upsell you. So my wife's sitting right next to me, like my mom. And she has a folder, and I mean, this joker is thick. And the lady's like, She's got everything that you need to get the real ID. Don't you want the real ID? I go, No, I just want mine renewed. She goes, oh, but, and she said it three times. I'm like, lady, I don't want the real ID. I'm good with it. Um, but the point is, while you're waiting in this line and you're waiting for Christ to come, don't be <coughs> disheartened. Because you don't need a real ID You don't need an ID, you don't need certificates, you don't need marriage, you don't need death certificates and all that stuff. All you need to do is put your trust in Jesus Christ and when he comes back to get the church, you'll be raptured up. And God's people said amen. Amen. So make sure that you remember that, these two lines. One's the driver's license and one's the, yeah, praising the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, as uh, we're waiting in hopeful expectation uh, for this Christmas season, this Advent season, we want to we wanna be the church that's celebrating, the church that's got their hands held high and their hearts ready to be filled with the love uh, that only you can give we pray Lord God for all those who are gathered here today we pray for the offering today we pray for uh, our children and our grandchildren we pray for the health and the well-being of each and everyone gathered here today uh, Lord God uh, that we have the best Christmas of all and, uh, and it starts today in Jesus name amen uh, so applaud the Lord let the offering come by do me one favor before we go into classes chapter three. Grab your bulletin. So the garage uh, is going to have their study this Monday, and they got at least 19 pounds of pulled pork. Or, I think he said seven, but I'm exaggerating a little. So be there, and uh, um, the Acts Prayer Method is starting on Tuesday night from Debbie Jeffries. Uh, would you rise up? Is Ryan Peth still in here? Ryan Peth just joined our church today. Uh, so, Bob Todders, right here. Bob, will you rise up? We thank you for joining our church today. Sarah Ketz, Vito O'Brien, Jenna Ahrens, and Kim Sprout. So, let's all welcome them into our church today. All right, uh, and be ready for the Santa Salvation play on December the 16th. A lot of stuff, the Christmas party for travelers and the SAT team. You guys are doing a great job. That will be next week. Uh, So rise with me, and we'll pray over this message. It starts in Colossians chapter 3. So, Lord, as we find out that thankfulness is the way you want us to act, we pray, Lord God, that you help us uh, with that endeavor uh, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Uh, let thankfulness continue uh, way past our Thanksgiving Day holiday uh, and, and head into Christmas and the New Year and the days ahead. Uh, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, go ahead and be seated. Hallelujah. Um. So there's going to be three times in in chapter three uh, that it talks about being thankful, and uh, as we approach uh, the Christmas season, there's a lot of toy drives out there and a lot of things to get involved in. But the one thing God wants you for sure is to make sure that your your heart's prepared uh, for the Christmas season. Amen. Um. If I was to take you back to Colossians chapter 1, it would tell you uh, that this message or this book is all about the grace of God. That's what it is. If you were to just kind of read the first part of it, maybe the first six or seven verses, it talks about the grace of God. Say that with me, the grace of God. Um, The favor of God. So that's what that is. This Christmas, let's be excited um, about what God's doing in our lives. We're so cel- uh, we're excited about the uh, the tree and the lights and the presents and all that stuff. Most of all, we're we're, we're celebrating the birth of our risen Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Um, I like being around people that are excited. Um, about Christmas, I, li- I like. That's why I like doing the, the kids uh, bus, driving the kids bus. Right. So you fill them full of hot chocolate. Yeah. I mean these, I, Terry. They was drinking hot chocolate like it was the Last Supper. <laughs> and then put them on the bus, and I mean it was like Ricochet Rabbit unleashed inside the bus. <laughs> it just Oh, my gosh. Um, So if you're down and out, get around a kid. Uh, Marianne, and you're having your kids there and all the kids that were on there. It was such a blessing. Uh, We got to drive around and look at the Christmas. It's a good way to kick it off, and maybe you'll do that tonight or something like that. But get involved in that kind of stuff, and it not only gets you in the Christmas spirit, but it also blesses the people that put them up. So when we drive by there, if we like the lights, we, we toot the horn there. And the people get all excited. They're like, oh, here comes the crazy people from Have Bible again. <laughs> I'm like, who does this but us? Amen? Look at your neighbor and see true that. Uh, if you then have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. Um, I don't know, just whatever. I don't know how to take that. I guess just take it what he says. Just seek the things that are above. And I was telling the church before, "Do this." I, and when I'm watching the YouTube shorts on my phone, I'm mostly seeking... <coughs> excuse me, I'm most, mostly seeking boxing or roping, or by, lately the last two days it's been uh, Adrian Rogers and uh, Billy Graham. But every once in a while, They'll put something in there that is unrelated to what I like. Uh, and and, and they, what they try to do, Chef, is condition you to language. And if you'll let, like, the first word go, then some more of bad language will get in there. And I, And I watch, I go, man, this is amazing how the world is trying to knock Christians... Off of their walk. You know, and it could be something as simple as whatever. And the next thing you know, the the next one that you scroll up to, you know, I'm trying to get to some more boxing or something. And it's GD this and GD that. And and then you're like, where in the world? My wife's like, what in the heck are you watching? (laughs) Amen. Amen. I have to be conscious. I have to have enough Jesus in my heart. While I'm going through this, something's going to go, man, keep going. Until uh, until you reach something that is pleasing to me. We need to be seeking after the things of heaven. And that's how we get God's favor in our life. Is doing what he wants us to do or asking, uh, doing what he's asked us to do. And you can go back and look at that in Colossians chapter 1. Uh, if you want to do a study on it, it's, it's awesome. So I need to seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God, set my mind on the things that are above and not things that are on the earth. I'm conditioning my mind and conditioning my body and conditioning my family by, ha- by having my heart worked on. My, heart, my heart's getting worked on. I'm trying to condition my heart, and when my heart gets conditioned, my mind changes. I was preaching down in Republic two weeks ago down south by Branson, and I said something. I might even have been preaching on something like this. And I said, stinking thinking. And this, and this one guy that was a cowboy, he looked over me. He goes, did you just say stinking thinking? And I said, yeah. And he's like, man, that's good. So you never really know who you're going to touch when you're preaching. So when you start to, you might think as old hat could be something that's very brand new to somebody else. So tell your neighbor right now just to keep going. All right, so we're setting our minds on the thing. Verse 3 says, for you have died and your life is hidden uh, with Christ in God. Now I'm going to kind of do my my best rendition on what what it looks like when your life is is redeemed through the blood of Jesus. So here's my life. And no longer does God, a righteous, holy God, look at me as a uh, sin-filled creature because he looks at it through the lens of his son, Jesus Christ. So, So when you get saved... He looks at you through the lens of His Son, Jesus Christ. So whenever you sin, Jesus comes to the rescue. Whenever you talk out of line, Jesus comes to rescue. On the day of judgment, Jesus comes to rescue. On the day of the rapture, I said when the day of the rapture, So a holy God cannot look upon a sin-filled, wretched, naked person. Only through the lens of his son, Jesus Christ, is he able to see you. I'm going to tell it all today. Uh, I, I get excited because when you've been delivered from what I've been delivered from... I got a lot to shout about. Now, who am I talking to today? Woo! I got a lot to be thankful for. Scott said amen. 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 You can pull us aside and talk to us in the hall go, man, when you get saved, we got all the way saved. All the way, 100% saved, redeemed. Serving the Lord, proud of it. Watch this. Deal with it. Amen. I got to say this service is better than the last one, but don't tell them, Mickey. I mean, they just didn't have their coffee yet. They're like, yeah, whatever. I'll give a half a hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, watch this. So, verse 4, when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. So, that's good news. All right, here we go. Some of this you, you may not like, but I'll give it to you anyways. Oh, Put to death, therefore, what is earthly. So, I was telling you about that. Do this with me again. How stupid is that? I mean, can they condition you to sit down and say, hmm? I feel like my IQ's dropping when I do that. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Amen? So, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, in you sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desires, and covetedness, which is idolatry. There's a lot of idolatry in the world. Now, I'm not going to get into all that, it's, it's, that's low hanging fruit. But he said, on on account of these, the wrath of God is coming. So God being a righteous God has to come and judge righteously. So we live in a sin-filled world. So one day he's going to come back, the wrath will be poured out, and you know what happens then. But watch this. He said, in these you too once walked when you were living in them. But now you must put away Put them all away: anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk from your mouth. Uh, do not lie to one another, seeing that you've put off your old self with his practices and put on the new self, uh, which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of his creator. Uh, I'm being renewed daily. Sanctification's a process. God's not done with me yet. I still have some things that he's working on. <clears throat> he's got to sometimes he's got to grind you down, he's got to file you a little bit, he's got to make you a little sharper. Uh, sometimes he's got to get rid of some of the things that you don't need anymore and give you some of the things you've never had. I mean, and, and I like that it's, it's godly wisdom that you can only get from his uh, Holy Spirit and his uh, word. Verse 11 uh, Here, there is not Greek and Jew circumcised, uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Verse 12, so here's how he tells us to act. Now, this is the part that I'm working on still. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility. We're gonna go into this. I gotta stop and, and tell you about Thanksgiving. So we had Thanksgiving at my house. We have it early. Uh, Mark, so we can get up here so we can fry some turkeys and sides and all this and we all meet together and we get done eating we eat here for like uh, like five hours it's a world record eating, and I partake in all five of the hours it's a uh, <clears throat> it's a Thanksgiving day uh, i don't know what you call it just a smorgasbord. So when we get done, we break out the games. Boop, boop, do this with me, games. Oh, that's when it gets a little wild. <laughs> because we don't like to lose. <laughs> Just being honest. Can I do this here? Yes, please. We play this one game called sequence. Does anybody, sequence, anybody know what it is? Sequence is the board is, is the king of all board games, so we're playing. And I was on Mike Havy's team. Uh, we didn't win a game, but it was still fun. I had secret rage going. <laughs> so man, I would like to just win one so bad right now, but I'm doing it with Thanksgiving in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Oh, you're up there. Oh, thank you for the food. Hello, oh, oh, let's get to the game. Did you just cheat? Look, Ask your neighbor, did you just look at my carts? Ask him that. Oh, you'll go there in the name of Jesus, of course. <laughs> so we're playing this game. We never did. So then we're all done. We're the ranking table and cofers. We're the last ones to leave the building because we're playing one more. The heat wasn't even on at that point. We, everything was shut down. We're chattering. We got like our hoods up. It's 30 in there. We got time for one more. Oh, yeah, we got time. Jesus didn't come back. <laughs> and then we, I got to do this. So, so then we're messing around with the volleyball before, and we're batting it back and forth, and there's like eight of us. And we go, oh, we got to, here, volley it to me, volley, volley it to Uncle Pat, and this, that, and you go, here's the deal. Everybody's got to volley it before we leave the building. And we're like, oh man, this, is this, is, this was a bad idea to say this. If we tried over and over, and we're, me and Aaron's like, nobody's leaving the building till we get it. Amen. Amen? You make up your own game and you're sticking with it. Ride or die. Thanksgiving, though. So, why do we do these things? Because we're human beings. And you can do it on Thanksgiving and you can do it on Christmas because that's how God has wired you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just don't let that become your idol in your life. Always having to be first. Amen. So here it is. Put on then as God's chosen one, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts. So that means even if I don't win a game, I still need to be compassionate. I still need to be thankful and grateful that people brought their food and everything and we got a heated building to be in. Kindness and humility and meekness and patience. Bearing with one another, if anyone has complaints against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. He said you must also forgive. You take it up with him. You take it up with him. I, that, that's like a wrestling match. Because nobody knows your story except God. And above all these, put on love which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And uh, and uh, that that's kind of a neat thing because love, true love is unconditional. And me and my wife are getting ready to go marry some people that are in the hospital when we leave here. And they're not getting married for money or anything. They're getting married because they love each other. And uh, this lady called me. She said, will you, will you come to the hospital in us?" I said, I'll, we'll go wherever you need to go. So that, that's the that's, that's kind of love that God wants. Uh, so we're getting a little closer to, the, to where this starts to slip into uh, where God's actually telling us to be thankful. You can see this in the way he's speaking through Paul to the church in Colossae. He said it needs to be in perfect harmony and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. While you was making Thanksgiving dinner or Thanksgiving breakfast was the peace of Christ ruling in your heart. You know, while you was blowing the leaves or cutting the front yard, and I was doing all that, you know, because we have the kids over, and you want to blow the leaves out of the way because you know the kids are going to track them in. I mean, you know that. And then you're like, when you blow them, then the next day they're like right there again. Yeah. I mean, these are the things, God, we got to deal with down here. Those, I mean, and leaves are like the end of the world. <laughs> it's the worst. Nothing worse than a leaf. I mean, think about this. These are the things we're thinking about. He's talking about living in perfect harmony. And then there, there's, I, was, I sent to my, some of my family, uh, these, these young kids that were praising the Lord over in Africa, sitting in the dirt with their hand held high, just shouting about Jesus. And here I am worried about if there's going to be leaves tracked into my house. Do I need to go someplace else? Is this all right? And I, and I sent this to my daughter, my wife, and my, my niece. I said, these these young kids from Africa didn't have a problem praising the Lord, and they didn't have anything. They had mixed-mash clothes and no shoes on their feet, but they were still singing the praises of God. I said, can we learn a lesson here that in the Western world, maybe maybe what's getting in the, uh, the way of our praise to the Lord is just maybe having too much stuff and not prioritizing the Lord. Amen. 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 Um, I mean, we got the turkeys. We can have my, oh, I don't like baked anymore. I don't like smoked or fried. Oh, is it fried is it baked? It's on a platter. What do you care? <laughs> now, now we're, go ahead and rise up with me. I'll preach that. We'll finish you. Now, whoa. Huh. Is it peanut oil? <laughs> Look, keep your eyes on me. We're going to go down the list. Because now, Thanksgiving, in order to be thankful, it has to be special. We've got to have the right oil. Peanut oil. Oh, yeah. It's $20 a gallon. Is it peanut oil? Is it baked? Are, are the potatoes sweet or mashed or what? I don't know if you got to ask that. Maybe you really don't have a thankful heart. Well, you didn't hear me. You would have said something on that. If you got to ask anything about the food, what do you care? Look at me for a second. Why do you give a tinker's rip where if it was fried, baked, or smoked? You look at me for a second, class. I'm going to eat it anyways. I don't care. Amen. Oh, I, they and people don't like it when I serve. I serve, I get. I put the gloves on. I go behind and serve. That way, it cuts off all the. What is this? I'm like. I don't know what it is. I just what I do. Dave, that's what I do. I'm just being honest with you. And I've been serving in church a long time now, so I know. I know the. I know the deal. Now I'm gonna tell it all today. You go through the church line to get food. Don't worry about what it is. Unless you, unless you supplied it all. I just want like this, Deb. I just want. They have no idea what it is. Looks like food to me. This thing about them kids when they're sitting in the dirt—I'll bet they wouldn't ask what it is. They wouldn't. They wouldn't say a lick. They just say, "My gift." Oh, Lord Jesus. And then they would take their plate back to their chair and sit and wait for their mommy or their daddy or their preacher to pray over it. Amen. We don't always have to have the most or the the best. It doesn't have to be fried in peanut oil. Do you remember when everything was fried in Crisco? I mean, you could you could. Crisco is a multi-use bundle of joy. You you can do anything with Crisco. My mom had a subscription to Crisco. Amen. I just came from down south and at the restaurant right there in front of my buddy's house. Everything on the menu Fried. I said, just give me one of everything in here. Fry it all. Amen. Quit worrying about what it is. Just eat it anyways. You can raise your hand and start thanking them if you're saved. Just, just, if you're even, a, even saved. It should be the easiest thing in the world to just go, thank you, man. I, I don't know why you saved my soul, Chad. I have no idea why you saved me. He loves you so much. Oh, church, he loves you so much that he sent his one and his only son, Jesus the Christ, to die on the cross for your sin. And as we're waiting in awful expectation of Christmas, be thinking about the lights, be thinking about the tree, be thinking about the presents, be thinking about Santa. But most of all, be thinking about that little baby in the manger who came to be Savior of the world. I'm going to go right down to the last verse of this. In whatever you do, verse 17, and whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And whatever you do, he said, no matter what you do, this holiday season, no matter where you go, no matter what you have on the table or you didn't get enough or you didn't get what you, whatever you do make sure that you thank god for what you got Amen. we're gonna just do that for just a minute just to make the devil mad oh lord i let's bring the house lights down because i'm gonna start it out right now i i got a lot to be thankful for so i'll start it oh lord i'm so thankful that i got a family Oh, Lord Jesus, I am so thankful that I I got a great church and I got a, a Savior named Jesus, Father God. I thank you that I'm baptized in the Holy Ghost. I thank you that I live in America where I live in the land of plenty. I thank you. Church, now... You raise your hands and start to thank God for everything he's done in your life. Do it all together. Go ahead. So I thank you, Father God, for whatever it is. I thank you for my thank you for my job. I thank you for my, my farm and my dogs and all my, oh, my animals. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for, for allowing me to be in charge of this family that you've given me to lead them, to guide them, to direct them into the things of glory. Thank you for giving me a husband or a wife or a, a family. Thank you, Lord, that that my children are serving you. Thank, thank you, Father God, that my grandchildren are born again. Thank you, Father God, that that uh, that I'm healthy. Thank you that I survived the car accident. Oh, church, you're not hearing me today. I'm thankful that I made it through the. Through the virus, and I made it through the this, and I made it through the that. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I might be a little down today, but I'm not out. I may be beat up a little bit, oh God, but I know you're with me, and I'm not out. I thank you, Lord God. where I used to be. I thank you, Lord God, that I I haven't stopped all my bad habits, but I stopped some of them. (laughs) Oh, I love being grateful to the Lord love being grateful to the Lord I love I love daily I just love stretching my hands out to the Lord just thank you Lord some of you guys came from nothing so it's easy to praise the Lord just say man I ain't had much but I thank you for what I got I I thank you for what I got I thank you for the old hoopty that I'm driving thank God for the old hoopty. you know there's been a a a real move of god's spirit in this church it really has i'm just going to ask you have you been saved by the blood of the lamb have you been born again that's really what christmas is all about that's why jesus came is to save the lost that's really what christmas is all about when you look at the lights and you look at the tree and you look at the present you look at the at the, at the, all the things that are going on that's why Jesus came is to save a lost and dying world that's why he came so the best gift you could ever give Jesus is yourself you couldn't give him a better gift because he already has everything now all he wants is you so what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to pray for you and say, this Christmas I want to give my life to Jesus And I'm also thankful that we, we got a baptism today. So as soon as we get done with this message, we got a young person that's, getting, uh, that's born against getting baptized. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. All right, let's pray. Father God, I want to pray right now in the name of Jesus. If there's somebody here today who doesn't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, Is that you, church? Is that you that you just got here today and you said, I'm new here. I've never been here before. Never been on live stream before. But somehow I walked in this church. I have no idea why I'm even here. I know why you're here. You're here because Jesus wants to save your soul. Have you given your life to Jesus? See, all this doesn't mean anything unless you're saved. You just raise your hand right where you're at and I'm going to pray for you. Just say, Jesus, I want you to come into my life. I want you to save my soul. Lord, I want to be born again. I want to lead my life of, 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 of nastiness and, and turn towards you. I love you, Lord, and I receive you unto myself. Help me live for you right now as I make you Lord of my life. Come live in my heart. In thy name of Jesus, amen so one more piece of business for the saints here's your business today i haven't been that thankful pastor i've been that guy i've been that lady where i've been ungrateful i've been a little i've had kind of a foul attitude and i'd like to rectify that today by walking the aisle and coming to the altar I never really knew that my attitude was so messed up, but I want to get it in check. I want to get it in line because I want your favor to rain down on me. So here I am, Lord. I want you to give me clean hands and a pure heart. And it just starts out with a hand raised, and just said, that's me. That's me. I've had some messed up ideas floating through my head lately. Places I shouldn't be, seeing things I shouldn't see, and I want to repent to that, Lord God, and get right with You today. It's right now. Thank You. you, We give God all the glory today for His Son Jesus. In His name we pray today. Amen.